Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we are. This is Reverend Chris, and we are in our final class for Angelic Alchemy, the first course. And right now, I don't know whether there's going to be a second course or not. I will let uh, the angels in time decide that. Um, but it is the last class for this course, and we have a lot to cover today. We're going to go ahead and get into the temple and get surrounded by the angels, call in divine source, and get started. Almighty and most high Father, Mother, God, divine source of all that is, Angels, archangels, ascended masters, beloved Jesus, Mother Mary, Holy Spirit, higher self, beloved guardians, guides, and seraphim, we welcome you here today for myself and for Lorraine. Thank you for your presence here with us as I invoke the presence of the Heartlight Temple, bringing it down from the etheric realm into the physical realm in which Lorraine and I both exist at this time, surrounding us and enfolding us in its light, love, truth, and divine grace protection. I intend that the Heartlight Temple shall remain active in the physical realm surrounding us throughout the length of this class today. It is. Thank you. Found that if I don't note that, it's like I bring in the I bring in the Heartlight Temple, and I notice that it just sort of fades away after a little bit. Beloved Archangel Michael and your band of mercy angels, I call upon you now, and I ask you to surround this temple in both the physical and etheric realms, and above and below, to shield, defend, and protect this space from all that is not of the light, is not in service to our highest good, or is not in support, goals and purposes of our session today. I ask you now, beloved Michael, to remove from within this circle of your light inside this temple all of those things. 
Okay, so I'm going to shorten things up here a little bit by using one of our tools. Beloved Angel Raziel, I call upon you now. Beloved Archangels Michael and Raphael, Beloved Ariel and Metatron and any other angels of my family protection ritual, I call upon you now as I invoke this family protection ritual. And I ask that you perform it. I activate it in the names of myself and Lorraine. And I ask that you perform it for each one of us in all of its parts as created and amended by me to completion now. Revoke any and all permissions in both of our names for any of these things to be here, Michael. Remove from us, Michael, additionally, all psychic connections and cords and attachments, psychic intrusions. Take these also into the vortex of divine source, Michael, to be held there in God's light and transmuted by it. from all of the sources as well. Thank you, Michael. Michael. And so it is. Okay. something else hanging around here. All right, Michael, please remove the psychic attack. Um, the entity performing and um, facilitating the psychic attack on Lorraine. Entity into the vortex of divine source, beloved Raphael, please bring healing to the reasons and the wounds that are fostering this attack. <coughs> and remove from Lorraine, beloved Michael, all permissions, agreements. Uh, invitations of any kind and any uh, mechanisms creating these things. Move from her anything else that is inviting these attacks or allow.
please bring healing, Shamuel, to the pain um, and the fear and the anger that is fostering this psychic attack at its source, please. And bring Shekinah, Lorraine, into separation from the source of this attack. I need to get water. I need to get a, some massive water. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Remove from Lorraine whatever it is that is resisting this removal. Detach her. Remove whatever is resisting this separation. between Lorraine and this land. All right, I'm back. Okay. Michael, please cut and cut, not cut and colorize. Please close all portals, gateways, and dimensional doorways and access to Lorraine's energies that are not in service to God's will and purpose for her now. Better. And now I uh, weld them shut, Michael, with your beautiful cobalt blue light laser. Aaron, how can you resistance to this? I'm going to place on both sides of these portals and gateways now, Michael, your beautiful blazing cobalt blue light sigil of divine protection. I ask you to remove from Lorraine now all that has come through these portals and gateways. All entities into the vortex of divine source. To be held there in God's light and transmuted by it. Remove from her everything that is in opposition to these sigils. Go into the vortex of divine source. Attachment, fostering resistance here. And Michael, please remove from Lorraine whatever caused these portals to be opened. And in her and in Lauren's name, I revoke any and all permissions and agreements that have allowed all this access to her. <clears throat> to 
strong, detach her evil mind from these things, and smear and help her release these things. Separate her shikana from the sources of all these nastiness. And cauterize you want to go all cords of attachment. Yes, it's a good thing I took a shortcut at the beginning. Wow. All right, Michael, now please clear from Lorraine everything that is vibrating with a frequency of less than love or above. Remove these things from her. Bringing them to her. And restore your shield of protection around her to its full integrity, intensity protective power and function now and for the next 12 hours or something better. Remove from her now everything that is in opposition to your protection. for these things to be here. Try and detach your evil mind from this stuff. Thank you. Okay. Please now, beloved Metatron, come to us both and balance our energies. Excuse me. Remove from a solid is pulling us out of balance. Raziel, we are not here to deal with this today, so please disconnect this past life issue. From her energy fields. Raphael, please bring healing and neutralization to whatever is calling this in. And Michael, please remove any entities that are fostering this. Thank you. 
and we're done. Michael, please remove everything that is not in support of the continuation and the, and the completion of this class session. Thank you. Okay. So, homework. How have you done in working with the vibrational resonance this last week or so? Well, I, what I wanted to ask you was, why is it, I was afraid to go ahead and move my, uh, my clearing practices or my other practices into the etheric realm, into the Akash Rockets, because uh, what just happened is that I think I, I don't believe that I have completely got it down so that, for instance, just right now, we spent how much time clearing, and I had thought I was clear, and I did not realize that I was not clear, but obviously I wasn't because I felt, I felt a lot when we were clearing. So, yeah, well, the clearing thing is just, you know, for me, the, the clearing ritual that I do is pretty um, comprehensive. But yeah, you had my, some things that were outside of that ritual. Okay, and, and that's what I don't have covered, and I think I have it covered, but I don't. And um, so, well, yeah, no, no, no. See, you're not understanding. What I'm saying is, it wouldn't matter whether you were doing the clearing yourself without putting up in the in the in the etheric or not. Okay. Okay, because it's the same thing. Right. All I'm but doing I, when I call it in from the etheric is just compressing it so it doesn't take as long. Right, but we had thought we had we thought we had accomplished that, but yet we it, it wasn't com- accomplished. It wasn't completely cleared. Well, we, everything that the ritual was supposed to do was done. Okay, and how do okay. I know I need to go beyond that? And and I still ask, have ask Michael. Okay. Right. Okay. I have the sensitivity that I could feel that there was something hanging out there. And I don't have that. Nice. Yeah. 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 So just ask Michael if there's more to be done. Okay. Okay. Yes, thank you. And that's why one of the reasons why I'm like, well, I don't want to put this in the Akasha records if I don't have it complete. But I I understand now it's not a completeness. It's, it's a, yes. So I'll thank you. Yeah, yeah. it just right. It's just there to compress things, save time, get it all done. You know, boom, yeah. uh, without going spending the time it takes. Yeah. Okay. So how about the vibrational resonance process? I work. I'm working with my with understanding the vibration that I have between my hands and um and and uh, under what do I want to say recognizing the specific resonance of it or the specific energy of it. So I, I haven't moved anything in yet because, I, I ha, like I said, I, I felt like I hadn't been cleared or I hadn't resolved issues that uh, were surrounding whatever. So I, um, and and I, I didn't want to end up in a healing crisis, so I kind of backed off a little bit. But I do have the confidence that I need 
and uh, I'm not, I'm not, I feel comfortable working into that. So, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna work on those things today. Okay. Um, so let's go ahead and, and go to the angels. Now, this is by no means a comprehensive list of all the angels and everything they can do for you. But what um, you know, and and angels are by their nature alchemists. You know, they they work everything they do is an alchemical process. And what I have found, what I've listed here, are the ones that I find myself working with. Uh, most often on a on a day to day basis, when I create my my angel song essences, simply by virtue of what has to go in them, I'm working with a much broader range of angels. Um, but on a day to day basis, the ones I have listed here are the ones that I most often find myself going to. Awesome. Yeah, and you you may find when you're working and doing something of an alchemical nature. Um, once you have have broadened your relationship with the angels, that other ones may come in um, and sort of spiritually tap you on the shoulder to say, "Hey, um, I can help with this." And you know, then it's up to you to say, hey, "Yeah, hey, <laughs> the more the merrier." <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So, all right. So the first one, of course. <clears throat> is our beloved angel Raziel. Mm-hmm. The angel of knowledge, the acoustic records, the book of knowledge. And Raziel, again, he's got access to all the recorded knowledge about everyone and everything that's ever been because he recorded it all. <clears throat> he made sure, he's the one that's made sure that all of this was stored. Um, and there's a reason for that. It isn't just so that we have someplace to look, you know, to read our history, like the Akashic Records or whatever. <laughs> the other reason for this was, okay, so every time there is a leaf to be created or a blade of grass or any number of things that you can think of along those lines or any lines, every time um, there are in Eophiel would normally be the one who creates the patterns in Jophiel and in Jamera and all Jamera would be filling everything in. Um and, and Ariel helping to bring things into the physical realm. So what this does is having this stuff in the book of knowledge and also in the etheric realm means that anytime there's something to be created if it's already been created, then all the angels have to do is recall it and reconstitute it instead of starting over. And that's one of the things that we use as alchemists these records for as well. And you've already had experience of that in creating your uh, your essences that you're doing and your elixirs because you are depending on the knowledge that is being kept and held in the etheric realm of all of these patterns and properties for these different things being brought down into the structure of the water. So you're not really creating anything new. You're just recreating something and maybe bringing it into a little different form 
than it might if it went into full physical formation. Now, when it comes into, and we don't need, because we have Raziel, one of the, let me back step a little bit. One of the precepts of um, alchemical creation is having, as we, we worked on with the cloud, having that really clear picture of something and developing that really, really clear, detailed picture and knowing what it's made of. And we aren't always going to know all of the energy structures and the molecules and the different parts and, you know, everything that goes into even something as simple as a cube of sugar. And we aren't we aren't necessarily going to be knowledgeable enough to not only know it but to be able to see it per se in our mind of what that is and what it needs to be. So <clears throat> we use the knowledge in the etheric realm kept by um, Raziel that we access that as part of our creating. We say, okay. We want to do this. We have it in the etheric realm. We're just going to bring it down here and we're going to create it here. So we don't have to worry about so much of the details. That's what Raziel is all about. Is we're depending on him to provide the information that we need. And as the, the magician, Raziel also, if there's a way to do something, he has access to it in the records, in the book of knowledge. You know, that there's not too many things at this point that have not been done before. And we're just bringing those things back up from ancient history, back up or from other physical realms. And that's what we use Raziel for. And he got, you know, not only does he bring the bring this stuff, but he can he can guide the process. Okay. Yeah. Then we have good old Michael, who is, as we have spoken about before, we've got the angel of our true path and protection, and he's an awesome partner partner for alchemical work. And we might not think of it that way because we don't think of. Michael is doing alchemical things so much. But the important part here is that we cannot do this work unless we are in a pure, light-filled, and protected space. Because remember, we're working with energy here. And energy, if it's not pure, if it's contaminated by anything, will corrupt the results that we're trying to achieve or totally negate them. You'll get nothing. And the other thing to remember is that, you know, we have to, we can't create what we're not in vibrational alignment with. So keeping clear and shielded is important in that way. If we are, you know, if we're corrupted, we got negative energies hanging around with it. You know, if we're not 
And it, it doesn't mean we have to be perfectly clear. For example, my essences. Most of the essences that I created, I was able to create fairly easily. I clear and shield my space. But if there was a, you know, a couple little entities or a couple little low-level negatives or low vibrational things hanging on, it wasn't a big deal because they didn't interrupt or interfere with the process. But okay. when I got to creating my divine grace essence, it took me, I couldn't do it. Because there was something that kept interfering with the process didn't want me to be able to create that and I hadn't and I also wasn't in a state where I could be in a you know I wasn't in that place of grace I hadn't quite risen up to that place yet so it was a combination of of you know some kind of negative stuff going on and and my own personal uh, vibration and not being able to access that state anywhere within myself yet. But it took me a while to get to the place where I could create that essence. But it's really important to make sure that we're clear. And to understand that if you're trying to create something and for some reason it doesn't work, um, it, it may just be a function of not being in the right vibrational space. So if something like that happens, I'm telling you this. Now, if something like that happens, and I'm sure that it will at some point, I'm getting a big yes from Michael, um, <laughs> just remember that if, if, if you're not failing because you don't know what you're doing or there's something, you know, that you're just a failure period or whatever, don't beat yourself up. Understand that there's something vibrationally that's not a match for what you're trying to do. Got it? Okay, thank you. Now, Metatron, of course, alchemy is, you know, the, the application of thought to energy. And creating with what comes from our mental processes, you know, through the medium of spirit. So it's really, really important for us to be able to have that presence of mind, to have clarity and focus. And Metatron is the one we call upon to help us with that. Stay in focus. To get clarity. To be able to, you know, to... to um, move into a place where we can have mental detail around what we're doing and, and strong mental focus. Um, so the other thing that we call on him for, as we already did today, is to balance our energies. We talked about this last week. Because when our energies aren't balanced, we, you know, the, the kind of, it creates sort of a short circuit where our energy pathways are not correct, are not connecting correctly and kind of screw us up so that we're not really receiving the right messages or the right input, and the output is kind of messed up. So we just need to make sure that we're in balance as well. And then lastly, you know, your favorite for Metatron is clearing and balancing the chakras. So that our, our energies 
are running on all cylinders, so to speak. Next is Archangel Raphael. Now, you haven't heard me use Raphael too often uh, in, in this class. We called on him when we did the, the essence, creating the essence, the prescription. As the angel of healing, you know, healing covers a whole lot of territory. Healing can be applied to people, to plants, to pets. Healing can be applied to situations, to, you know, to, to governments, to the planet. You name it, we can, we can ask for healing of whatever it is. So all of that is under Raphael's purview. And the, the Raphael comes in really strongly when we're doing blessings and prayers. But when we're doing alchemy, he also can be used for a lot of different things. Um, you know, so if you, if you want to call for healing, pray for healing of something, uh, like praying for a cessation of hostilities in Syria. You know, um, we want to heal that situation. So we could call on Raphael and pray to Raphael to bring healing to that situation. And, you know, so any number of ways we can use him. But he's a very, very handy guy uh, to have in your back pocket for a lot of things. And then Ariel, the angel of nature or abundance or the divine feminine, uh, she also oversees the fairy kingdom. Now, our simplest use of Ariel's abilities, we call on her to help ground our energies, which we're going to do now, by the way. If you love it, Ariel, please ground our energies. Um, so, you know, you have, you can try calling on her to help create elixirs for, say, abundance, any number of other things to support plant growth and health. Okay, so you could create an elixir with your water. Get your water bucket out there and create an elixir and call in, you know, Raziel to, to transmit it, but um, Ariel to help you create an elixir to help your plants grow or your trees recover. Yes, thank you. You yes. know, or, and and call in. You know, you know. Well, Ariel is a healer also, so we'll have, leave Ariel to heal the the things that you know, signs in nature. Um, so yeah, you know, there are all of these possibilities now that you have that you can use uh, and work with, and that's just that's just one of them. Cool and. Yeah, so, you know, Ariel has a lot of stuff that she can do, and, and we often get stuck with her as being the angel of nature, but we forget, you know, her other name is Lion of God. She's a healer. She can defend. She's all about abundance because nothing is more abundant than nature. And, you know, she's also about the divine feminine, procreation and creation and, you know, bringing things into the world, into physical form. 
uh, all about that, the divine feminine, and then overseeing the fairy kingdom. So anytime you want to um, get to know the fairies a little bit better, you can call on Ariel to oversee that process with you. And it's, I haven't had the experience here. I don't know why, but I haven't, and I'm fine with that. But I know that people that live in the U.K., have a much different the 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 fay in the UK the she um, tend to have a little bit of a nastier bent to them. <laughs> the fairies that we have here tend to be all kinds of filled with light and love and happiness and joy, but you still need to maybe you know there are the, there are the darker varieties. But um, just have Ariel come and and help you uh, learn how to work with the fairies. They really have an awesome energy. I don't know. Are you familiar with working with the fairies? I remember when I first, when I very first moved here, I tried to plant four different trees to uh, bring in the energies for my uh, for my fairy garden and to start that. So I did some of that when I first moved here. Um, I haven't really, and I, and then I when I was at Lilydale, they had a wonderful fairy garden that went on forever, and it was a lot of. It was great energy, and um, mm-hmm. so I might I might work with that a little bit this summer. I don't know. It depends on how. Yeah, cool. Yeah, just so, you know, just any number of ways you can work with that. Um, but anyway, so that's Ariel, and then lastly is is lastly is our um, wonderful uh, mentor Saint Germain. Now, of course, yeah. Saint Germain. You know, uh, the keeper of the violent flame of freedom, which is what most people um, know him for. And, you know, I worked with the violet flame some here and there. I had somebody got really upset with me because, you know, I'm working in the seventh ray in this lifetime, you know, and this was somebody that got all into their own ego and was, you can't be in seventh ray. Everybody who's initiated of the seventh ray knows how to use violet flame and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, so, you know, yeah, I know how to use violet flame, but my major energy is the golden light energy. And so for me, the golden light energy and the energy of divine love that I use is a much more powerful tool for me than the violet flame. But, the, you know, the violet flame is there to just transmute those negative energies into positives to help us release um, the hold that fear and our ego ego minds through that fear has on us. But anyway, so what Saint Germain, call on Saint Germain when you're having trouble with the process of, or you're looking maybe for an idea or how to accomplish something alchemically and you're having a hard time figuring it out. And remember when we went into that meditation and he showed you immediately. So if you open yourself up to that, St. Germain will definitely guide you through. He won't do it for you because teachers don't do stuff for us. They teach us how to do it. Um, But we can always say you're having trouble concentrating or finding the vision. Um, You can always call on the angels to help you do that. St. Germain is just going to show you how to do it. It's up to you to get into the place where you can. Okay. Okay. 
Um, so if, if there's anything more, if you want to learn more about St. Germain, there is a book, and this uh, has a link to the page on um, Amazon where it, the book is. It's St. Germain on Alchemy. And so, you know, there's so much more you've gotten into at this point, um, a, a pretty good start. But there are advanced techniques, like we talked about early on, precipitation, which is creating something from nothing. Um, there's teleportation. There's bilocation. And, and even others in the shamanic um, traditions talk about shape-shifting. So all of that is possible through alchemical techniques and, and training. But most of us don't need to go there. We just need to learn how to um, use what we know, which is very simple and easy to do, for everyday stuff, you know, to just be part of our everyday existence, to move into that. And the more we move into that, the easier it is going to get. Our vibration will raise even higher. And then we may find ourselves getting into it. Who knows? You know, you may, you may um, one day be walking down the street uh, in your town and all of a sudden feel like get a vision of yourself walking down the street in some other town and being able oh. to gain information from both places. Oh, neat. Yeah, I, you know, and I think there's a lot of stuff written about how to do all of this. And it's so involved. And everything that I get now is it just, it's not that hard. It, all of that instruction and all of that painstaking time that, that was taken um, back years and years ago when all of this stuff was written was necessary just to get you into a place where your vibration could handle what you were trying to do. Now we don't need all of that. And it's a different world out there. It's to the point where Things are changing so quickly, Lorraine, that, um, you know, I, I have thought on and off about writing a book here and there. And every time, and even when I'm introducing something new into the world and, and maybe have not even gotten it fully out there, somebody else is out there with it, you know, all of those doorways and windows are opening. So it's like as soon as we do something, it's almost passe, it's almost defunct as soon as we get it done and out there and learn it. The next thing comes in. And the other thing for me about writing a book is that I just think that books make things too complicated. That's why I, I like that's why I like things in the context of Gateway University. The idea of bringing in, um, bringing in and uh, following. Yeah, so uh, yes, I, I think just a, a book outside of the university setting is, is it, it's, it's in one moment, it's out the next. But when you bring a book into the university setting, it's, it's giving you a, a basis. A, 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 um, so it's a different, it's a different, not that I'm writing a textbook, I don't, I'm not. But um, yeah. yeah, that's why I think it's so important for um, divine intervention to be Connected in with the angel ministry through the gateway process, yes. It brings a different 
it brings a different content. I don't want to say content. I don't know what it is I'm trying to say, but I think that's why it's so important to bring this in through Gateway to a university setting and not just as a uh, book on Amazon or a book here or there. It doesn't, um, like you said, it goes out, it's out of date so fast that it doesn't have any standing relevance. Well, yeah, even going in through Gateway, it still would lose its relevance because, you know, like the, the old-time gurus, that people would flock to and, and sit with and learn from forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, you know. Um, I would say about 75% of what those traditional gurus teach now is totally unnecessary. Just like the, um, oh, what is it the, that um, spins around us? What the heck is that? Two tetrahedons, one upside down, one right side up, spinning around us. All right, Metatron, please help me remember the word. All right, not coming. It'll come here in a minute as soon as I let go of it. Um, what is this, Kabbalah? Anyway, huh? Is this from the Kabbalah that you're talking about? Not the Kabbalah, no. Um, but anyway, it, it, is a, it is part of our energy field. And we have to, you know, in advanced studies and everything, we learn how to put this, it's supposed to spin. When, it, when we get it to spinning at what's, um, nine, what's called nine-tenths the speed of light, when it spins that fast around us, it creates an expansive energy field and protective field, and we can also program it um, to do things around us. And the... Um, traditional way of doing this is a 19-step process with all of these different breaths that you have to learn to do and all of these different mudras that you have to learn with your hands and physicians to put stuff in. And now... It's about a five-step process. We don't have to do all that other stuff. And that's what I'm talking about, is that so much of the things that have come before us are no longer necessary. And people are still going through those motions. We don't need to do that anymore because our own, you know, the vibration of the planet, the vibration of humanity has risen up to a place where that's not necessary. We're not in that same state of density anymore that we have to go through all that. And people just aren't realizing that. Or if they are, they're not paying a whole lot of attention to it. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So, other ways to use what you've learned. 
So we're going to have some fun here. You got your water? I'm out. Let me go get some more. But go ahead. I can listen. Uh, well, you know, you've been you've been introduced to some of the simple and easy ways that that we can, you know, bring alchemy into our into our life, and they're very useful tools. And we're going to expand on that a little bit here today because there's so much more that's possible. I kind of hinted at a little bit of that when I talked about you know, creating an essence to water your plants with, bringing in all the properties that, that would be necessary for your plants to get what they need to thrive or to heal. Um, so that's going to be that. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to learn how to create at a distance, send stuff at a distance. So you remember in the Blab show that that we did how um, I transmitted an energy or a formula to everybody's water? Yes, yes. Okay, well, that's what you're going to do today. Only you're going to do it to mine. Okay, so let's take a couple, before we get started, let's take a couple of deep breaths and get centered. Still in the temple, so we're all taken care of there. We just need to center in our own fine connection and energy. So you just take a couple of minutes with your eyes closed and uh, or open, I don't care, and you come to some idea of what I could possibly use, what you could send to me in an essence that would be beneficial for me. So you can ask the angels to help you with that. You can come up with it on your own. Um, whatever that is, spend a minute or two to come to that. Um, decision. Decide what you're going to do. Okay, well, I kind of like to follow along the same lines in nature, and if you're going to start any seeds inside, I was thinking um, we might, uh, I might be able to provide some um, essence for that. I don't know if, if you're starting seeds inside. No, I did that last year, and I only get a couple of hours daylight in my front window, and that just didn't okay. work out too good. They wound up too leggy. So uh-huh. I'd rather you pick something that I can use for myself. That way I can go ahead and I can drink the water now and I can um, know that, that what you did worked. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. 
Oh, the, uh, let me let me ask. Let me see if I can connect to the angels and see if there's something that. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. I'm gonna pull a card, but I don't want to pull a card. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Um. I I still like to work with Ariel. Um. So something along the lines with um, our feminine, um, our feminine power, and and it'll help me, Chris, fine tune something here for you. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, how about if you just do basically what we did uh, the first time, which was. Um, the prescription for whatever it is the angels think I need right now. All right. Okay. And we use Ariel instead of Raphael because I think we used Raphael before. That's and like fine. You said, yeah, let's use Ariel. And I, I really connected well with her. So yeah. Okay. Let's go. Okay. So, in order to get in order to get started, um, put your water in front of you, and this is going to be, you're not infusing into the water. This is your focus. You're imagining this is my water. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, for the process, place your hands around it. Yep. And then you're then you're going to say, based on what I have written here, um, and I'll just go through it quickly, beloved Raziel, and here you would say also, you know, and Ariel, if you're including her, um, I yes. call upon you now in God's name and ask that you assist me. I ask that you infuse, in my name, Chris's water, with the energies and properties of whatever it is. And thank you, and so it is. So whenever you're ready, I'll just sit here with my hands um, on either side of my water. And I'll let you do Okay. The love, Raziel. Beloved Ariel, I call upon you now in God's name, and I ask you to assist me. I ask you infuse this water for Chris with the energies and properties of what she may need at this moment in and are now. Thank you. And so it is. And again, sit there until you'll feel the pulsing because you're sending this. You're focusing on this being your the bottle being uh, your water being mine, and you'll just continue until the pulsing stops, like before. Yes, I've got. I'm slowing down on pulsing here. I, I had a good pulse. Are you feeling anything in your hands? Well, I'm feeling it in the in the top of my head right now. Oh, okay. Yes, beloved Raziel and and beloved Ariel, I thank you. I thank you for um, transferring the energies and properties of what it is that Chris needs at this moment in time. Thank you, and so it is. I don't know what the heck they put in it. Holy moly. Whoa. 
awesome. <laughs> what did you guys do to me? <laughs> okay. Nice. Nice. Whoa. Okay, that is like doing a major number on my neck. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Thank you. Yes, very exciting. Very exciting. And and this goes to some of the stuff that I had tried to do earlier in the course. I was trying to do some stuff on the fly and mm-hmm. I needed yes, and I I was yeah, so this really helped me with doing a little bit better technique on the fly. Yes, I like this. Mhm. Yeah, easy easy peasy. And you know, that was that was just part of your um final examination. Cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so now <laughs> we're going to use some similar technique. And actually, just take a drink of your water and see if you okay. notice anything in yours. I was wondering about that. I'm like, <laughs> let me take a hit of this. There's a lot of energy uh, in my mouth while I'm swallowing it. Uh, the the water on the roof of my mouth is very um, tingly. I must. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's just not. It's energy, but it's not the prescription. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you, know, you were sending energy through the water, focusing uh, on it. So yeah, but that's fine. That's fine. Cool. Awesome. Okay, so now we're gonna we're gonna move out of the small stuff and we're gonna think big. Really big. Okay. All right, so instead of my glass of water, we're gonna go way, 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 way bigger. All right. I want you to think about the aquifer that supplies your well. Okay, yes, I can do that very easily. Okay. Get a good picture and feel for it in your mind. Yes. Yes. I've done this before. I Yes. Okay. Now, how would you like all the water in that aquifer to hold the energies and properties of love? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we can do this. No kidding. No kidding. Wow. All right. Okay, okay. All right. Let me... So move into your center and connect with divine source again. I want to take an essence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're I... doing just you're doing fine. You're doing okay. fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now Move into your center, connect with your divine source, take a couple of deep breaths to get into that place. And now this time you have that visual of the aquifer. And yes. you can use your put your hands and use your water again as a focus, but instead it's not the water in your glass, it's the water in your aquifer. Yep. And you can now use the same incantation 
as above, but you would use Beloved Raziel and, in this case, Archangel Shamuel, call upon you now in God's name, ask you to assist me. I ask that you infuse the aquifer that feeds my well, water, with the energies and properties of love. That's what you're going to do. Now, you're going to find, because it's a bigger body of water, that you're going to, that there's going to be a lot more um, pull-through of energy. Okay. Okay. So just um, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Beloved Raziel, beloved Samuel, I call upon you now in God's name, and I ask you assist me. I ask you to you to bring energy through my aquifer that feeds my well with water to water to my home, I ask you to infuse the energy and the property. So infuse, infuse the water with. Infuse the water, infuse the water with the energy and properties of divine love. Thank you. And so it is. Right, so you're holding on to your glass or hands on either side and you're picturing the aquifer and you're sending that to the aquifer. Beloved Raziel, beloved Samuel, I call upon you now in God's name and ask you to assist me. I ask you to infuse the aquifer that feeds my well with my water, to infuse my water with the energies and properties of divine love. You feel, feel the, the, strong, the strength of the pull. Thank you. And so it is. Let me one more time. One more time. Love Raziel. Love Shamiel. You don't have to do it again. Are you just practicing again? Well, I, I still had energy coming through my hands pulsating, but it's, I, I was wondering if I had it. Yeah, if I had it all in well, me. Well, you can say thank you, and so it is, and just wait with the energy pulsating. Just because okay, you say okay. thank you doesn't mean that it's done. You can just wait with the energy until the energy subsides. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So go ahead. Yes, and so I'm, it's, it's pulsating. It's slowly pulsating down. I still have a lot of the, I still have, it's still in my hands moving. I need to just pull some mental focus on the, I 
I got like a little map of Mike's aquifer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm watching that water flow into my well. And I'm I'm visualizing my pump, my pump filling up with that water. I'm visualizing the infusion, the energy infusion through the water coming up into my well from the aquifer, from Mother Earth, bringing it all the way up. Yeah, I just got another big surge of energy there. (laughs) Oh, the work in divine love is just an amazing... Yes. Yes, thank you. Okay, you done with your pulsing? Not quite, not quite. Yeah, that looks about good. That feels about good. Okay. So take your water and go dump it out in the sink and run your cold water for a couple of little bit. Okay. And then and then put water in your cup and see what happens. Okay, I was sitting in the living room. I'm heading toward the kitchen now with my phone. And my Meg is, I wonder what this is going to be for my horse. (laughs) I wonder how my horse is going to react to this. You know, I have to tell you that uh, when I was on messages on Monday with Reverend Chrissy, she told me that uh, uh, um, St. Francis had uh, said that Meg is a big part of... uh, of my uh, ascension, uh, my ascension, so ascension mm-hmm. energy. So yeah, so this this will be great for the horse too. Yeah, How it's well, it because divine love, the love energy is a healing energy. It allows healing to take place and things to come back in where they need to be. So certainly not going to hurt her. Oh. <laughs> okay, this should be through. I'm not sure if it's okay. Here we go. Let me go sit back down and. I embrace myself. (laughs) Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. Well, hit right in my energy in my hands. Hit right through. Boom. Wow. Now, how would you, how's it? You got to tell me what it's gonna what it feels like when you take a shower in that. Oh wow! 
or a bath. <laughs> oh, a, a, oh, a bath with, in a, and put some sea salt in the bath with that. That will be so, Yeah, awesome. I have been, I actually played with that, and I'm actually going to uh, create a call here um, pretty soon. I have a couple different things, and I, I, God, I have so many things. But, uh, you know, I was thinking about creating a call to, I would call place, I would bill it as placing a blessing on all of the drinking water in the world. Wow. Now, what do you think it would be like if we transmuted all the drinking water in the world to contain the energies of love? Or peace. Well, I think I think Flint, Michigan, would be uh, would be mighty uh, happy. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be? <laughs> wouldn't it be? Yes. You know, to just to do to do that, and I'm talking about. All right, so everybody's drinking that water is then in uh, um, consuming the energies and of love radiating through their their biosphere and their energy field. How awesome would that be? No kidding. No kidding. I'm getting from Michael that we would be allowed to do the whole planet, the drinking water in the whole planet. And that would include all bottled water. No way. That would be a cool thing to do. Oh, my. Oh I've my. even played around with uh, doing that with um, rainstorms, water in the oh, clouds. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, I would, yeah. Well, you know how I love to play with cloud energy. Right, oh, yeah. My. Yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. That's right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring my angel spears with me. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. Okay, so. <laughs> now let's let's move on. <laughs> okay, the so next thing is a little bit more interesting. This is another use of the vibrational resonance tool. And it's a really good tool for making decisions because you can actually use it, say, you know, you're trying to decide what you want to do because this every as we talked about last week, every everything has its own vibrational resonance, not just objects people and animals and trees, but situations and jobs have their own vibrational resonance, you know, Um, locations have their own vibrational resonance, so that we can use those qualities and this comparison method that that I've shown you to figure out you know, whether something's a good fit for us or not, or even to do this for another person. So we're going to do something um, here that I'm going to lead you through that comes from something that I did. Uh, And I I plan it's another one of those things. I, I need to get a teleseminar done here very quickly before it uh, makes no sense. But 
what I'm going to lead you to do is on a second, I'm gonna write I gotta write something down so that we can do this so that it'll be kind of a doing it on the blind so you'll know that your mind won't interfere with what you perceive. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to basically, if we, well, first off, let me backtrack a little bit. We can ask the angels a lot of things and we can look for a lot of advice about stuff. But there are a lot of things when it comes to questions that involve a lot of free will decisions that the angels can't answer us or they won't answer when whatever they answer us might affect our own free will decision in in a way that would not be uh, beneficial. So, you know, it's like if, if you say to the angels, am I going to have an accident in my car today? And you don't get any answer from them. But then you go out and you have the accident. Well, they didn't tell you yes or keep you from it simply because somewhere uh, in your path that accident is necessary for other things that need to happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do here, so one of the biggest things, of course, being the political season that we're in, is to, um, you know, to ask all the angels, the angels, you know, who's going to win? Who's going to be the next president? Who's going to be the Republican? Who's going to be the Democratic candidate? And all that to to go in and, and ask. And most people use their minds to make these decisions, their minds and the emotional pull that, you know, the emotions that have been manipulated um, by by the media and by the politicians themselves um, to respond to them emotionally in one way or the other. Instead of rising above all that and getting input from a higher plane. So we're just going to take a quick exercise and rise up to a higher plane today. And we're going to, one, first um, go into the vibrational qualities of two presidential candidates, and I'm not going to tell you ahead of time who they are. Two presidential candidates. And then we are going to, because then we're going to feel their, their vibration, their main core vibration, what they're all about. Okay, that's what we're going to look at. That's what we're going to feel on the okay. one hand. And so on the other hand, we're going to take the vibration of the presidency for the next four years. What is going to be needed in the presidency and that office in the next four years? And then we're going to take the presidency vibration and the vibration of the candidate, and we're going to put them together and compare them and see what the comparison brings us and shows us. The game? 
Okay. Okay. So first, we're gonna we're gonna look at the vibration of the candidates of two candidates. Right. Well, we're gonna do it one at a time. So we'll look at the vibration of the candidate, and then we will take the vibration of the office of president. We'll look at both of those, and then we're gonna put them together. So you have one hand. Uh, you say your left hand is the candidate, and the right hand is the presidency. Okay. Got you. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm just gonna go candidate number one is we are going to go ahead now, and it, you can even put, hold your, your left hand open, um, palm up, and imagine that you are receiving now the vibrational frequencies, the core vibrational frequencies of candidate number one. And just open yourself to receive that, to identify it, feel it. Oof. I don't worry about you, but I don't like what I'm receiving. Have you got a feel for that? Yeah, I've got it in the tip of my hands and on the bottom of my palm. Yep. Well, are you are you getting, say, some sort of an emotional or vibration or some sense of what this person is all about? Nope. I get that. Just sit there with it and imagine um, that this person is sitting in the palm of your hand. There's a little ball of light in your bottom in your hand that represents that person. And so oh. close your eyes and and feel what that person is all about, what their vibration is. Are you getting a sense for that now? Not really. I'm um, going. Um, okay. Well, leave that sit there. Okay. Okay. Just leave that there. You're not going to do. Okay. Leave it there. You're not going to do anything with it. You still have that vibration, that little ball of that presidential candidate in your in your left hand. Okay. So okay. now in the right hand we're going to take and we're going to um, invoke the vibration of the presidency for the next four years. All in the right hand. Okay, I have energy, but I don't have any emotional feeling. I don't have any feeling. I don't have any feeling of... I'm kind of in the same vibration uh, as uh, first step. So but I'm not getting an, uh, an emotional connection at all. Okay. 
Okay, should I put the two together? Well, hang on a second. All right, beloved Uziel, please clear any blocks um, that brain has to receiving this information. Lebanoniel, please facilitate Lorraine in um, receiving the the sense or the vibrational essence of this um, presidential candidate. You may not feel anything per se emotional, but you might you know, be feeling um, a, a kind of energy. Maybe it's strong. Maybe it's um, sharp. Maybe it's um, soft. Maybe it's you know something. You'll get a feel for that energy. Yeah, I, may... I... Go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I, I do. I have a... I have a sense of the energy. It's it's not connected emotionally, though. I don't have an emotional response to it, but yeah, I do okay. have it. Yes. All right. So now go ahead. We have these two. We got the presidential vibration, the office vibration, and we have this candidate. So now go ahead and turn your hands over and put the two vibrations. Bring them together. See whether you can feel whether this is meshing, whether this is pushing apart, whether it's disjointed or discordant. Are you any, are you getting any? I'm um what I'm doing is slowly bringing my hands together and I'm noticing the um energy um feel between uh in the space between my hands and I'm I'm not having any problems uh I I'm, I'm not feeling any um I mean there's a lot of energy there but there, it's not uh it's not pulsating or pushing or feel disjunctive or anything like that. So, okay, I, okay. So let's go to the next one and see what uh, how that compares. 
Okay. So, yeah, the second presidential candidate now, we're going to just wipe your hands apart, rub them together a little bit to clear all the other energies out. Or even, you know, clap them a little bit. And then in the left hand again, we're going to take the second presidential candidate. We're going to bring their energies. Raziel, please transmit their energies into our, the energies of this candidate. Four energies into our left hand. Right, have you got it? I think so. Hold on, I've got to sneeze. Oh, uh-huh. no, I don't. Now I don't. Just because I said I had to sneeze, now I don't. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> That's okay. You can go back to it. Okay. I don't have much. Pretty light. Please help um, increase Lorraine's vibrational sensitivity so she has a better feel for this. Okay. All right. So, and also take note of any place else in your body where you may feel an effect, like maybe one of your chakras seems to be lighting up in some way or affected, you know, I don't know if that's happening or not, but it could be. Okay, so we have, and now let's once again in our right hand place the vibration for the presidency for the next four years. Going to be needed there. Okay. All right, and now once again, take and put them together. Okay, my right hand just kind of like takes over the energy and just uh, totally uh, um, so all the energy from my right hand has uh, I don't I don't want to say overshadowed, but it's basically just consumed. It's it's over it's over overkill on the energy. So the okay. All right, and so let's go back quickly and do the first candidate again. Now that you're, you've got a little bit um, better feel for this. So let's do the first candidate again in your left hand. 
Okay. No, I don't know. I gotta I gotta put some water I gotta put some water on my hands. Hold on. <laughs> I got water everywhere now. <laughs> Okay, so we're back to candidate one. Yep, in the left hand. Ball of light in your left hand, vibrating with their core vibration, with their with their vibration that they're operating under. Okay. All right. And again, in the right hand is your is the presidency required for the next four years. Did you get that? Let's go ahead and bring them together again. Okay. What are you getting with that? I'm basically getting, like, just the energy from my left hand to my right hand is they move in close to each, they move in together, and um, um, I don't feel one overpowering the other. I don't feel that it's very different from the second experience of overpowering my right hand overpowering the left hand. Okay. So I, I don't know what... So that's okay, interesting. Yeah, because I got see when I did this, I got the vibrational, the vibrational essences of each of these, each of these people, <clears throat> and you know, being vibrationally sensitive, I mean, I got signals that showed me who they were, what was, what was driving them. Okay. Um, but anyway, so the just so so for, for. Uh, fun. Um, the candidate number one, do you have any idea who that might have been? I wrote down immediately Hillary, but I, that's because I have such a connection with her, I just immediately went to her. <laughs> well, yeah, you were right. It was Hillary. Yeah. The second candidate? Of course is Bernie. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It was Ted Cruz. Oh, we'll see. Okay. Oh, okay. So obviously the power of the presidency is not um, really compatible with Ted Cruz. Well, you're not going to hear any arguments from me. (laughs) Well, you know, between you and me, when I went in and did this exercise, I, I did all seven. There were seven candidates at that point. And when I connected with Ted Cruz's vibration and his energy, um, it was just evil. Okay. It was evil. There was. And, you know, in that respect, when when Donald Trump accuses him of raising the Bible in one hand and lying with the other, you know, with the other, um, he's not far off. 
So anyway, that was a little exercise. I don't know how much value it had for you. Um, no, it was interesting because I, 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 try, I try, I really believe in our religious and political freedom. I believe it is everybody's uh, free will choice to choose their candidate. And I, uh, and I, tr- um, I don't believe in the electoral college. I think that's really defunct. I wish they'd get rid of it. But yeah. um, you know, I I live in Republican dairy farmer world of America, where we had a Hillary basher in this in uh, during uh, Clinton's first campaign, and I cringed. And I live among Republicans. I li- used to live in Philadelphia in a beautiful de- uh, Democratic city. It was a great time. And uh, I'm very politically, uh, that was the first thing when I turned 18, the first thing I did is went out and I signed up for a, to be in the Democratic Party. And um, so I've been very, uh, very close to my citizenship and very political, even though, um, you know, different times in my life. So this, this, this time in, in my life, being the age that I am and the position that I'm in, I, I really have to stand back and, and not push my political views on others, but instead try to pull, just try to bring a conversation so that they ha- they have two feet that they're standing on and thinking about. And, and, I, and I really try hard not to, uh, you know, um, push my political views on anybody else. And I have to be very careful because the community that I live in are very Republican. And uh, and I, and and they've done some terrible things to me, and I really need to. So yeah, it's so. Uh, but that was good because it's very good for me to practice being political, but yet uh, not uh, coming off as uh, associating with one candidate. So I'm, I'm very pleased with that. I'm very pleased with that. Yeah, and you know, it's just, and what I'm learning from this too is. Um, that our own vibrations have a lot to do with what what we see. So um, that's also something to add into the mix. But I just thought it was a it was a good way to get a little bit of a higher concept of what these people were about without our egos getting in the way. Cool. I like that. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, quickly, we're going to do your graduation ceremony. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a very exciting day for me. It's very exciting. (laughs) Hang on. We are going to put... You still there? Yep, I'm here. I'm trying okay. to find the music. Hello. Music. Okay, so just sit back. 
comfortably with your eyes closed, your hands upturned on your lap. Put your index finger and thumb together. And you'll remember we're still here in the Heart and Light Temple. See yourself sitting now in the center of the temple, under the dome. Sitting over the beautiful golden heart inlaid in the floor. You're sitting in a beautiful chair, bolstered in the deepest royal velvet, royal purple velvet. As you sit there, the angels and archangels around you. As does St. Germain in front of you. and your guardian angels alongside of you. They each put a hand on either shoulder to let you know they are there. Everyone in the temple is smiling. They're all filled with joy that you have taken the leap, that you have been willing to just jump in and do this. Set aside disbelief and to learn just some of the possibilities of your true divine self. And as you watch the archangels step in front of you, and as one, they all take a deep, sweeping bow. Oh. And they pledge to you their help and service as you continue on your path and you use your alchemical talents. And they also are letting you know that they will be helping you to develop these talents as you move along your path to bring you new ways to use them, new talents to use, extensions of the ones you already have. 
be helping you in all the ways that are theirs to help. And will be at your side all the time. Along with beloved Raziel, who is standing next to St. Germain. He is there to help you anytime you have to do this call. Don't hesitate to bring something to him, for he loves a challenge. He loves, loves, loves the art of creation. And he is overjoyed when you bring something to him that he hasn't seen before, something new. And yes, it does happen. Or a new way to use tools that are already there. If you have a challenge, don't hesitate to ask beloved Raziel for some guidance and some help in doing what you choose to do. Now, beloved St. Germain also steps forward. And folded in his hand, or actually not folded, but draped over his hand, you will see now a beautiful purple silk cape with gold edging. Say again. A beautiful purple silk cape with gold edging. Ooh. He comes forward now. And as you lean forward, he drapes it over your shoulders. next appearing in St. Germain's hands is a symbol the alchemist he has in his hand golden mortar and pestle she also presents to you And if you sit now and listen and connect with St. Germain, he has a message for you.
And before St. Germain steps away, he places his hand on the top of your head, blessing you and welcoming you into the of angelic alchemy. steps back and all of the angels applaud welcome you into the ranks those who are rising up claiming their power and their destinies every one of our successes their successes well they're celebrating yours Now they disappear. They fade from view, fade from the temple. And you, with the blessing, and mortar and pestle. I am the light of the heart, shining in the darkness of being, and changing all into the golden treasury of the mind of Christ. I am projecting my love out into the world to erase all errors and to break down all barriers. I am the power of infinite love amplifying itself until it is victorious, world without end, and so it is. That I am. Thank you. Thank you so much, angels, archangels, beloved Jesus, ascended masters. Thank you so much, Raziel, for hosting of the Angelic Alchemy. I am so pleased to have been here. I am so pleased. It is a heart's desire fulfilled. Thank you, Archangel Metatron. Thank you. Thank you, Archangel Michael. Thank you. Raziel, thank you. Samuel, thank you so much. That was, we had a great Sunday together last Sunday. I thank you so much. Ariel, I just thank you so much for giving me early grounding. That was so important. Thank you. It's been a great, great experience. Thank you, Reverend Chris. Thank you for blighting my path. I don't know how I would have come here without your help. And, oh, and, you're welcome. And the very first beginning in the angel ministry, uh, Philomena and I just warmed right to you. It was just like such magnetic attraction. I, I was so, I, I had no idea. And, uh, and you graciously, you graciously brought us in and talked so much about the angel ministry and spent so much time. The attraction was just so immediate and so intense. It was just wonderful. I thank you for being my divine guardian on the planet Earth at this time. It's such an important, important 
partnership that you and I have, such a great relationship. It's been so joyful and so full of no worries, no pressure, and I just thank you for for filling those shoes so well. Thank you. You are more than welcome. Thank you. Thank cool. you. So did you get a message from St. Germain? I just have a, I, I was, I was, I got the feeling that my heart's desire for painting is um, something that I should really look into this summer and, and to really enjoy and enjoy that. And um, hopefully I'll have some visions or have some, some things that are going to show up in that. And that will be just so exciting. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All righty, my dear, we are done. <laughs> Yeah. Now I'm gonna be, done. I'm gonna dance around the house and I'm gonna sing for about an hour. It's just gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well I'm gonna go get some dinner. Yes. Eating is a good idea too. <laughs> yeah, eating is good. Eating is good. All Love right, you. we'll catch up we'll catch up together sometime here soon to figure out what we're gonna do going forward. Yes, yes. I'm here for you. Love you. Goodbye.
with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.